on TV, online, and on your smartphone. This is Ticker News. Saving money for retirement has long been a goal for many families, but recently it's become a challenge. A recent survey conducted by Bankrate found that it's harder now than it was just a few years ago for Americans to stash funds away for their golden years. So why are Americans struggling to save for retirement? I'm Veronica Dudo. Let's get started. This is In America Today from the Ticker News Studios in New York City. According to a new report from investment firm Vanguard, Americans' retirement savings took a hit last year, signaling a troubling sign for workers. In 2022, the average 401k account balance for Vanguard participants was down 20% when compared to 2021. The company said retirement accounts dwindled in 2022, primarily due to a broad decline in the stock and bonds market. However, despite significant market uncertainty Last year, Vanguard said that nearly a quarter of participants saved at least 10% of their income for retirement. Geopolitics, the Russian-Ukraine war, rising tensions with China, and record high inflation continue to wreak havoc for Wall Street and Main Street. Here's Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell. Nearly all FOMC participants expect that it will be appropriate to raise interest rates somewhat further by the end of the year. Nonetheless, inflation pressures continue to run high, and the process of getting inflation back down to 2% has a long way to go. For more, let's bring in Nicole Middendorf, the CEO of Prosper Well Financial. Thanks so much for joining us. So how difficult is it for Americans to save right now? It's very difficult. They are going to the grocery store and feeling the effects. I mean, when my children, my daughter's 13, she noticed how much it costs to buy almond butter and it was $12 versus, you know, the last time she remembers us buying it, it was $6. And so people are really feeling from a day-to-day standpoint, the crunch of that things are simply just costing more money. The other thing is that we are spending more. Credit card debt rates are going up, not only the interest rate that you're paying on those credit cards, but the balances that people are holding, which that is not a good sign either. So of course, it's the post-pandemic world, and a lot of people had some of that, uh, you know, pent-up feelings where they wanted to go out and do things again. And then, of course, now we have inflation. We're heading into the summer season. You know, what advice would you give people to not overextend themselves? It's that B word, budget. No one loves to have a budget. But if you have $6,000 coming in every single month, you can't have $6,100 going out every single month. And so it's really figuring out what is important to you about your money and where do you want to be spending it. And I'm just like you. I'm just like her clients. If I have money, I'm going to go out and spend it. And so it's really being authentic and true to yourself and saying, where should I be spending money and what really matters to me? Because I, I see it. You know, people are traveling, they're they're having these feelings of, oh my gosh, I couldn't live life for so long. And so now I am gonna buy that item. And you know, boat prices, boat costs, boat, you know, you name it. People are going out and spending dollars on things that they probably wouldn't be spending money on. And so it really comes back to what's important to you and where should you be spending your dollars. And it's all looking at 
what do you have coming in? What do you have going out? And making sure that you're taking advantage of the things that are out there. That's where when it comes to saving for retirement, the more you put in your 401k plan, the more that's going to help you on taxes, the less you're going to pay in taxes. And it's also going to help you save money for retirement so that you have something to live off of later on. And it's counterintuitive because people are feeling the crunch of spending money, but it's so important to maximize the tools and the things that are out there, such as the 401k and the other options, and make sure that you're taking advantage of them. Now, on the flip side, of course, you do have people really concerned, are we headed for a recession? And in that event, what do they do? What are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, there was I was just on another TV station this morning talking about that, that the study came out that 68% uh, say we are headed to recession within economists within the next 12 months. And I feel like I'm a broken record. <laughs> I feel like I've been preparing our clients and talking about the word recession. And the important thing is, you know, I've been doing this for over 25 years. And back then, we didn't have the things that are are available today. And so there's things called structured CDs. There's buffered ETFs. There's ways to invest in stocks and different investments where you can actually have some protection. And so the important thing is do not ignore your money. Look at your statements, look at where your money is invested and think to yourself, if we do go into recession and if I lose my job and if my 401k balance goes down, if my IRA balance deteriorates, can I truly handle that? Not just financially, but emotionally. And that's where it's to look at the things that are available out there that weren't available years ago and things that you can do to protect your money and protect yourself. Absolutely. And of course, with technology, people can find out a lot of information when looking at the financial world. But, you know, do you have any advice or like a formulated retirement savings plan that you suggest for people that they could possibly follow or to get more information? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, every client for us gets a financial plan. And that's a thing. Like when I first got started, we were called stockbrokers. <laughs> information wasn't accessible like it is today. You had to come to us to gather information about stocks and what to invest in. And now everything's accessible. And so the important thing is to utilize and have a wealth advisor that will help you get a financial plan that can be specific to you so that you know, okay, what does it look like if I retire at 62? What does it look like if I retire at 65 or 67 or what is possible? The other thing is, you know, you can look at historically and you can look at some different numbers that are always out there. It used to be that the goal for people would to come up with a million dollars. When I hit a million dollars, then I can retire. Well, if you simply take a million dollars and you give yourself a 5% income stream off of that, that's only 50 grand a year. And I don't know many people that can live off of $50,000 a year. A safe withdrawal rate is three to 4%. And so take that three to four to 5% off of whatever total you have or whatever total you plan to accumulate and figure out for yourself, is that enough money? Most people do not have enough money saved for retirement. And it's really important to have that financial plan and know that number for yourself. Now, what is your analysis of the Great Recession? Uh, you know, we are seeing some people looking just to retire. Uh, maybe it's even a couple of years early. But also on the flip side, we're seeing a lot of young people. They're looking for remote work or some sort of a hybrid situation. They want to travel. How does that factor into the labor market? And then, of course, their own retirement? 
Yeah, we have lots of people that are starting to get laid off and more and more of that is going to happen. Um, people that are taking early, early retirement or severance packages and that they weren't planning on doing that. And some of these are from the bigger companies. I mean, I'm based here in Minneapolis and we're having clients starting to call saying, hey, this is all private information, but just so you know, I'm looking at a layoff situation. And so the more that that happens, the more these companies are laying off individuals, the more people are retiring. One that's looking at how can you afford to retire and what does this look like for you? But then it also looks at the labor market and how things have dramatically changed. Us being in the financial services world, if I look at myself as an employer, we just had a new employee start on Tuesday and we don't really do much remote work. Like you need to be here in the office. And so that flexibility, um, my girlfriend actually just wrote, a, published a book and it came out yesterday, The Culture Club. And in there, it talks about having that conversation if you're an employer and even looking at yourself as an employee of, okay, flexibility. What does that actually mean to me? Is that remote work or is that, do I want both? Or what truly does flexibility mean? Because so many times I see that anytime the pendulum goes swinging and that could be your budget, that could be your lifestyle, that could be interest rates, that could be anything. And so I feel like this pendulum swung to the point of, okay, everyone wants to remote work, but now I feel like we're coming back. And so how do you find that great balance and what really does flexibility mean to you with your lifestyle, with your job, let alone with your money? Absolutely. Nicole Middendorf, the CEO of Prosper Well Financial. Thank you so much for joining us. More ticker news right after this. 